Okay. Hake is live on, uh, on Periscope. And Trovo, Trovo.live slash The Hake Report. And DLive.tv slash The Hake Report. Demonetized on DLive. But not on Trovo at this point. We'll see what happens with that. I'm live on YouTube and Facebook as well. Very nice. And Twitch, I presume, should be starting shortly. And, um... I am seeing your live chats. What's up, everybody? It's 9.02 a.m. here in Los Angeles. U.S. Pacific Standard Time. Monday, February 8th, 2021. Can you believe it? Um, I have some things to talk about. I would like to touch briefly on the passing of the good friend of Bond, Cheryl. Um, If you didn't hear about it, check out the Sunday service, Bond... Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> the Super Bowl was yesterday. Kind of uneventful, right? In my mind. I have some things to touch on with regard to Biden's immigration and Biden's, his LGBTQIA push. A nasty person. And Black History Month being forced on the kids. I think the parents should pull their kids out of these schools, children out of these schools, even in just a suburb of Salt Lake City, Utah, is being forced on them by radicals, radicals, and I have some details about these radicals, pretty interesting stuff, and you can call in 888-775-3773, but let's get right on with the show. doing I am fine Sabata says I think that's how you pronounce it I don't know the Super Bowl is anti-white they're anti anything right they hate everybody totally kiss up and they've been like that for ages honestly remember they would wear pink they would wear like they would force the players to wear pink or give them or let them anyways how embarrassing pink that's for Komen, Susan G. Komen for the Cure, uh, supposedly helping women overcome breast cancer. And I think this, that type of cancer may be disproportionately affecting black mothers or something like that. Maybe because of the abortion breast cancer link. I don't know. But it is sick because Susan G. Komen for the Cure also supports Planned Parenthood and abortions. So, what good is that? All that feel-good... Wasn't there, like, some woman, not a Christian, who started this this organization called F... blank... bleep... cancer. F cancer. Yeah, okay. That's... that'll help. That'll help. Being mad. (laughs) And cussing and being unladylike. No, that's not going to help. There was an NFL uh, 
pre-halftime show uh, commercial thing saying the NFL is dedicated to fighting systemic racism. And you have, you've heard all these disgusting uh, so-called officials and cowards kissing up to the kneelers. It's not the Steelers, it's the kneelers. <laughs> Ridiculous, shameful kiss-ups inspired or outspired by that uh, Colin Kaepernick guy. Colin Kaepernick, the half-white guy who doesn't know that blacks bring it on themselves when they get themselves killed by cops. But no, he'd rather cry murder and say, oh, they're committing murder and getting away with it and getting on paid leave. Give me a break. So phony. And they're letting them do it. They're letting them get away with falsely smearing whites and police and disguising, covering up the fact that blacks are out of control. And that does no favor to the blacks. That only makes them worse. It's pretty sick. And then you have children doing that. You have children, including little white boys. Well, not that little. Fat, fat, uh, white boys. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, high schoolers and younger kneeling before their little football game things. Shameful. So that's disgusting. The NFL has been disgusting for years. For years. Hake looks more, I don't know. Uh, Colin Barrett says, Hake looks more ginger today. I don't know. It looks like, I don't know. Anyway, thank you. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm going to get to calls. But you know what? Since I have all of this stuff, pr stuff prepped, let me get right to this. One line open, by the way, guys. Speaking of perversion, I mentioned this at the towards the end of hour two of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I didn't get really into it. I just read the headline for you guys, pretty much. Black History Month is being forced on the kids in um, Ogden, Utah. Ogden, Utah is a suburb of Salt Lake City. Heavy Mormon population, right? Lots of kissing up to blacks, I notice. Among the Mormons my age, I've noticed. Well, I know, I kn I've known like w one Mormon. Uh, and he was from that area. Well, St. George. And he was... Although he was like a no-nonsense type of person normally, for some reason he had... I knew him during the Trayvon Martin controversy, right? When Trayvon Martin attacked and was grounding and pounding George Zimmerman, allegedly. And George Zimmerman shot him in self-defense and killed him. Simple case of self-defense. And this guy was a, a Mormon, like a conservative Christian-type Mormon, right? If you count them as Christians, right? And... He wanted to, um, he was, wanted to be a lawyer, this guy. Big, no-nonsense, um, professional guy, but he wanted to be a lawyer, right? And then he's falling for this, oh, George Zimmerman got his, uh, butt kicked. <laughs> and then, so he shot Trayvon Martin. According to George Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin said, oh, you're going to die tonight. After he saw Tray uh, that George had a gun, <laughs> he said, you're going to die tonight. So he's grounding and pounding him. And isn't that so typical of 
some of these guys with a death wish. They don't have any just reckless with their lives and with the lives of others. You saw how they, one guy ran up and killed a Asian guy up in San Francisco. No concern. They're not my kin. So he didn't care that he killed a, a person. Didn't, ran up and did a knockout game thing. Attack on an Asian guy. It may well have been the case, say, same with uh, George Zimmerman, I mean, uh, Trayvon Martin versus George Zimmerman. You have a problem? No, I don't have a problem. You do now. And then he clocked him. According to what uh, George Zimmerman says and his so-called girlfriend, uh, Trayvon Martin's so-called girlfriend, said, I believe he threw, I believe Trayvon threw the first punch. <laughs> anyway, uh, lots of kissing up to blacks. Uh, and they used to not believe blacks were like human or something like that. The Mormons. I think that they thought that they were like fallen angels or something like that, and they couldn't get into heaven. I'm probably completely butchering their past beliefs. But I remember um, hearing Mitt Romney, the Mormon presidential candidate, whom I did vote for, I know, <laughs> saying, I was celebrating in my car when they announced that they repealed that part of our religion. Total kiss-up. And Mitt Romney was total kid gloves with Obama. Obama was so phony, I guess Mitt Romney proved himself to be a phony himself, too. He was phony, too, so he couldn't fight Obama with uh, power or strength or truth. So a total coward. So um, there's a weakness there among the Mormons. And usually, like, they're, I respect them because they're more moral. They have big families. That part's cool. I grew up thinking that they were weird, and we were taught about, oh, they ride their bikes on their, in their uh, suits, well, suit and tie, or shirt and tie and pants. And they go and try to teach you to be a Mormon. But uh, the Mormons that we knew growing up, because there was like always one family or two, they were nice people. Anyway, um... Parents at this Maria Montessori Academy in North Ogden were sent an email and the school's Facebook page put up this statement that said parents could opt out. <laughs> and apparently a bunch of parents were opting out of this Black History Month mess. And you can only imagine why, like, look at, look at how evil Black Lives Matter has been unmasked more than ever. They were unmasked before Black Lives Matter existed, as hating cops and falsely crying racism all the time and um, hating, hating white people, always being suspicious and um, not really needing this Black History Month. Everybody knows that it's a silly, liberal, phony, academic, media, um, contrived thing, this Black History Month. It's phony. That's why they have to put... Apple, Apple has to remind you, it's Black History Month tomorrow. Nobody else, nobody normal celebrates it. Um, uh, Google puts it in their thing. Schools force it on the kids. Before, I remember it was, it was completely just a, an idea. Oh, you could do that. <laughs> if you want. I remember we could opt out of, I think we were able to opt out of sex ed. Definitely. Because I did. And then we also opted out of um, 
Well, you could opt out, I think, out of, uh, what is that? E- evolution. Evolution. You could opt out of that. Or you had to present both. Creation and evolution. <laughs> Times have changed, huh? Crazy. But, uh, some activist mother got all, so-called mother, right? I don't even know if she's a real mother. Got all up in arms. She was described as a parent. Parent. All up in arms about it. Let me play this clip for you. It's a news report from Fox 13 now in uh, Salt Lake City on this school. Utah school rescinds the option. Says, no, you can't opt your kids out of this. We're going to force this on your kids. They should really just take their kids out of this school. I don't know if it's a private school, but it's called Maria Montessori's Academy in North Ogden. Listen to this clip. It's about a minute and a half or give or take 30 seconds. I forget how long it is. But check this out. And you're going to hear some of these activists uh, talking and quoted. This is from the local news, Fox 13 now. Oh, Parents at Maria Montessori Academy in North Ogden were sent an email informing them that they would have the option to opt their child out of Black History Month lessons and events that were planned throughout the month of February. Now they're telling us the school is rescinding that offer. I'm not exactly sure why anyone thought that they had to send out a document saying, you know, I don't want my child to participate in this activity. That's what the document says. Jamie's daughter has been a student at Maria Montessori Academy for seven years. And this is the first year that anything has ever been discussed about Black History Month. Lex Scott, founder of Black Lives Matter Utah, says the decision to allow parents to opt out is appalling. You can't opt out of Black History. Black History is American history. In an email sent to parents, the school's director, Micah Hirakawa, says he is deeply saddened and disappointed that parents would opt their children out of Black History Month curriculum, and added that as an Asian American whose great grandparents were thrown into internment camps, he values teaching students about the quote mistreatment, challenges, and obstacles that people of color in our nation have had to endure. It's just heartbreaking that uh, anyone who runs a school would believe that it is okay in any way, that it is acceptable (laughs) in any way to try to ban talking about black history. Hirakawa was hired to replace the school's former director in April of 2020. Jamie says she believes he has made a genuine effort to include Black History Month lessons as part of the school's curriculum. I just knew that he was as surprised as I was that probably a lot of families sent in the paperwork to not participate. Lex says the ability for parents <laughs> to opt out shouldn't have been an option in the first place. He needs to learn from this. He needs to apologize and make sure that every child in that school learns about black history. Utah law does allow parents to opt their children out of portions of curriculum based on religious beliefs or right of conscience. But a representative with the State Board of Education clarified with Fox 13 that, quote, no student can be waived from state social study standards, which include a focus on U.S. history, inequality, and race relations. Once again, Jamie Tracy tells me that within the last few hours, the school has sent out an email apologizing for the original opt-out option and has rescinded that offer. And the school's director declined our request for an interview. Weak. Weak. So the school's director is this Hawaiian Japanese guy named, I forget what his name is. Named something weird. Hirokawa, something like that. Micah Hirokawa. And he's this guy who wears <laughs> these Hawaiian shirts all the time. And these Hawaiian uh, necklaces things. Yeah, why are all these people in Utah? It's so strange. 
Well, one of them, the deep-voiced woman who you heard, whom you heard, who was talking on the phone, you could hear it's kind of muffled like she's talking on the phone, she says that she was born and raised there, but she's not, apparently not a Christian. She says, I'm going to get to her. Um, <laughs> man. But this guy is pushing this uh, Japanese victimhood thing. I, I knew Japanese people when I was growing up. Like, my best friend was a Dutch, Indonesian, Japanese. And his grandparents were in the internment camps. I never heard them complaining with this silly stuff. They were grateful to be in America. Whatever. And so they want to... The state standards. See, the states are full of these corrupt people trying to influence the so-called education, meaning indoctrination. The state of Utah is pushing your children to learn about inequality. And they're not talking about, oh, non-whites get special treatment. No, because that's the reality today, right? Non-whites get special treatment. Females get special treatment. (laughs) And um, this guy is pushing, oh, as an Asian American, my my great... Great-grandparents, I'm kind of surprised that it was great-grandparents, were thrown in the internment camps. Whatever. Let me show, yeah, there he is. And he just replaced the director of the school last year. I don't know who the director of the school was before, but these local places are getting subverted, corrupted, sick. Um, let me show you (laughs) that parent, because yes, indeed, an LGBT is involved. So here is a little self-bio on this parent whose daughter, I guess they said, was in at this school for like the past seven years. And now she's all up in arms because they sent this notice that you don't have to, your kid doesn't have to go through this fake uh, education of Black History Month. This is her talking about her professional and personal life. This Jamie Tracy woman. Uh, Clip 12. Just a minute and a half, like. My name is Jamie Tracy. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I am part of the LGBTQ community. And I strive to advocate for for my community in all areas of my life. But I also want to be the therapist for that group because there's not a lot of of us out there. I was born and raised in Ogden, Utah, and my family was not of the predominant religion. And I grew up with that experience, and it did shape me um, to be the person that I am today. What I love about therapy is the moment where I make a connection with another person. And I know that I am a person that they can lean on and trust. And when that rapport and that connection is made, that is what I love about therapy. If someone were afraid to seek therapy, then I would tell them that there's absolutely no reason to be afraid and that it's okay when things aren't working to seek therapy from somebody who can understand your situation and and help you through it. Being at Aloha is is like being around my family. And um, The people here really, really care about this community. And being that this is my community, 
I really feel like I'm doing something to give back to where I was raised, born and raised. Weird, uh huh? That's strange. And it's her, the place that she's called. I don't know what, why, why the Hawaiian influence, but the place where she works is Aloha Behavioral Consultants. This Jamie Tracy person. Because she didn't say what she is. She didn't say if she's a lesbian, which would mean she's still a, a she. <laughs> but she might not be a, a lesbian. She might be a transgender. So I don't want to call her a, he, a she. Oops. <laughs> what a mess. And this is a so-called parent who is pushing for uh, everybody else's children to be indoctrinated the way she wants her child alleged child to be <laughs> to be um, indoctrinated and she doesn't believe in she said that she's not of the predominant religion I don't know what religion she is is she atheist is she Jewish is she was she a regular Christian and so she didn't count Mormons as the predominant religion <laughs> is she satanic <laughs> yeah not healthy not wise but she's leading, or should I say misleading, other people to go in the same dark path that she's on. In her professional life and forcing the school to do the same thing to other children. What she's doing to her child, uh, the child that she's raising, right? It's terrible. She works with those struggling with suicidal ideation, self-harm, anxiety, depression, Adjusting to change, childhood trauma, PTSD. She has all that stuff. Well, you know, pretty much. Transgender support, life transitions, grief and loss, behavioral issues, foster care, adoption issues, emotional distress. Ally of the LGBTQ, intersex, transgender, non-binary, non-monogamous relationships, open relationships. I guess that's why the Mormons... No, I'm kidding. Mormons don't accept uh, polygamy anymore. Um, sex positivity, sex workers, all kinds of nasty stuff. Body positivity, <laughs> cultural sensitivity, and racial justice. I show you that to show you that don't go messing with her. <laughs> there, see, I'm responsible. Don't go harassing her in case uh, you saw that information and be like, I want to go bother this woman. No. <laughs> but, um... That's that woman. Now here's about the other woman. The lady who is nominally black. I guess she's black. Lex Scott is the founder of Black Lives Matter Utah. And she's meddling in this mess too. These three characters. The director who's pushing the, um, still mad about the internment camps. And saying, oh, we need to push this thing about POCs. Bl white is so bad to POCs in, throughout history. And to this day. <laughs> and then this, uh, what I presume to be a lesbian woman. To this day! Thank you. Jamie Tracy. And now Lex Scott, Black Lives Matter Utah founder. This lady, no, she actually is not a lesbian. Despite what it may look. <laughs> We're showing a picture of her. Short hair. By the way, the lesbian, if you weren't watching the video stream, the, the uh, Jamie Tracy ladies, a big woman, you know, potentially at risk for COVID, 
Um, that's a that's a euphemism for fat, because I don't want to be rude and call her fat. But, um, and she was a, like, looking like kind of, is it bad to say dikey? Dikey looking woman? It's true. It's, it's true. She probably calls herself that. Um, Lex Scott has, yeah, see, short-haired woman, slicked back, and uh, pushing mess. And now Lex Scott is the founder of Black Lives Matter Utah. This is interesting. This is kind of like what Jesus talked about in the Bible. A lesson in persistence, for good or for evil. This woman, look at her, she's wearing a baseball cap on a TV interview. We're showing pictures, screenshots of a local ABC4 Utah news. She's a founder of Black Lives Matter Utah, Lex Scott, talking about stuff. Looks like she's in a nurse's outfit or something. Showing a lot of skin. But she's like oldish. Looks like she's probably in her 40s or 50s. Or an old, old 30s. Maybe even. Well, anyway. Um, and she has this short, short cut hair on the side and then long and parted like a dude or like an like a effeminate guy. Like The weekend Doesn't The weekend have girly hair sometimes? That one guy, I think he performed at the Super Bowl, I heard. No Ian, no second Ian, he has an afro now. Yeah, so, man, look at these pictures. <laughs> look at the side profile one. Acting like she thinks she's cute or something. That's terrible. And that's too much makeup, honestly. Her, they put rosy, she has rosy cheeks, and yet she is, like, dark enough to where you wouldn't have rosy cheeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's not that Caucasian. She looks like she has mixed black and white, but anyway. Um, she sp- speaks at these universities, uh, sp- spoke at one anyway, Utah State University. You know, they push this indoctrination in schools. There she is, looking all... Yeah, she doesn't look exactly straight, but she has a husband, I found out. Both... Look, she... Look at this. Both she and her husband attended USU, as well as her parents. She was born in Denver, raised in Salt Lake City. Wow, what are these people doing in there? Generations of... of, uh, bringing in... people. And indoctrinating people to support evil. Well, this woman, um... I have some Salt Lake City Tribune headlines about her. She has a plan to reduce police shootings. From This was a 2018 article featuring her wearing a... Looking all mean. Looking very mean. Is posing in front of the Black Lives Matter sign, shouting into a microphone. She should be quiet in the home, but instead she's out here push, spreading mess. And has been doing it for years, honestly. She's been doing this so long, and she's, you know, these people aren't founded on what's right, so they tire in what they're doing if they don't get results. They get upset and lose hope. Many on our side who don't have a solid foundation feel the same way sometimes. Because our side, the side of decency, has been losing a lot. There's a 2020 article where she has her 
black power communist fist up in the air, acting like she knows what she's doing or talking about. So, this is from the Tribune, Salt Lake City Tribune, August of 2020. Listen to this. It's just kind of an interesting story to me. Lex Scott was ready to give up after years of protests and fighting for reform after police shootings. The leader of Black Lives Matter Utah felt like she didn't have much to show for it. She felt like nobody cared. Then everything changed. It's like if you wrote a newspaper every day of your life for seven years and no one read it. And then one day you woke up, she said. Scott said. This Lex Scott woman. And every single person in the entire world read your newspaper. It's like you were finally heard. Protests broke out across this country and in Utah after the May 25th death, overdose mostly, of George Floyd and resisting arrest. A black man, they capitalize black because they don't believe in uh, respecting blacks, they just capitalize black to kiss up to them, who was killed in, allegedly killed in Minneapolis, Minnesota, by a white officer who knelt on his neck for almost nine minutes. Well, it wasn't just the knee on the neck, they said it was the knees across the body. Restricting his airflow, allegedly, according to one guy who looked not at the body itself, but at the video. (laughs) That's what they claimed, right? It was ruled a homicide, James. He also had overdose levels of fentanyl. And he also had, didn't he have meth in his system too, or something like that? Yeah. It sparked change, such as the Utah legislature banning police from using neon neck chokeholds. Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall, which is a, Aaron being a woman's name, E-R-I-N, usually that's a woman's, a spelling for a woman's name, Mendenhall, I don't know if, what that is, is that a Christian name, formed a commission on racial equity in policing. She's working with this Lex Scott woman and others on a Black Lives Matter mural, like that's going to help, outside City Hall, just push lies in a mural form. I've known Lex's work for years now and impressed by her continued commitment, Mendenhall said, a female mayor of Salt Lake City, in a statement. The consistency of this priority that she's raised puts our city and state in a better position for the seismic shifts we're working to make. They don't need to make any changes except to the blacks and the out-of-control Hispanics and a growing number of whites getting mad at the cops and the, you know, the society in general because people are including the cops, getting a little bit more out of control with the anger stuff and uh, immaturity. They're not the ones to bring in the right kind of change. We're not only ready for that change, but are further ahead in the work toward that progress because of Lex. And she got all up in arms because of Mike Brown, the fake hands-up-don't-shoot case. A fake story. Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, was charging at the cop, according to all forensic evidence and witness testimony, the ones who didn't lie. Because there were witnesses who got together, ooh, he said, hands up, don't shoot. He had his hands up, and he just shot him execution style on the street. Yeah, a likely story, and people were quick to believe it. But it was a lie. Even that black Washington compost writer, I forget his name, who's now, like, hosting an MSNBC, like, Sunday show or something like that, admitted it was a lie, and he defended it again a couple years later. Back in 2015, 2017, or 18, hands up, don't shoot was a lie. 
he admitted, but he still kisses up to the fake idea of, of lie. And to this day, she's pushing lies. But the, but the nice thing is, that shows you persistency works. And Jesus said something about some widow in some story uh, making petitioning the king. And not because the king has any compassion for the woman, but because of her persistence. He'll give her what she wants, everything that she wants. <laughs> and that's why Black Lives Matter uh, scoundrels are getting what they want. And that's why we keep pushing. Because you don't give up. You don't know when something will break. It works for evil and it works for what's right. You don't stop pushing. Isn't that a nice story? Other than that, this woman is misguided in um, pushing lies on kids and in the community. These women, huh? Fake victimhood. Anyway, let me get to some calls. A first-time caller in Florida, Brian wants to talk about the election and beyond. Brian, thank you for holding. What's up? Hey there, yeah, first time caller and listener. Uh, I only just recently heard about your show, like right now. Nice, I've been listening. Appreciate it. Um, yes, uh, I was curious, you know, just as a starter, because um, I I have my own opinions as to why. I wanted to know how you feel. What do you think was the biggest election interference this last election, in your opinion? The biggest election interference was, um, hmm, in this last election. Yeah, like between Biden v. Trump. I think it, I honestly think it was, um, the four years of propaganda. Some say it was the mail-in voting, but I think it's more the, the, yeah, the mail-in voting was huge. Because it allowed every idiot, every idiot, who has no clue and no uh, real motivation to do, to, to vote himself or herself, to go ahead and vote really easily and conveniently, and usually those idiots vote for what's wrong. But there yeah, was then, there was four years of fa- right. there's been really a hundred years of false propaganda, maybe more, of phony oh, propaganda yeah. pushed against whites and truth and men and America, and Trump stands against all of that pretty much. And that's right. That's true. So that's another major issue. Uh, the, those places where they didn't ask for any voter ID or anything. They, I mean, I, I am a of Cuban descent, but okay. I am an American. You know, like being a legal, um, like a legal citizen of the state or of this country is a prerequisite for voting. You can't vote if you're not a citizen. Right. And they let people who weren't citizens vote. That's the problem. Yeah. True. Um, I think definitely Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, the big tech conglomerate has something to do with the censoring and the problems that we faced during the election where people regretted voting for Biden, but they didn't know all the facts. Yeah. Very true. So, but I mean, you got to blame them too, because they're not, they're not interested in the truth. So they That's just true. they just dismiss the people who are on the side of what's right. They just dis- 
they did the same thing with Obama. They dismissed Sean Hannity. They dismissed Jesse Lee Peterson. Everybody who was on top of what Obama was really about, they just dismissed they them. Him. And they had the information available. They knew even beforehand that. I mean, it was available to know that tr- that Obama was pro-LGBTQIA, pro-same-sex marriage, even though he pretended not to be. But the blacks were all surprised that he came out in favor of it. And then they still hated Mitt Romney so much be- that they didn't vote for him. They voted for Obama again, most of them. Yeah, that's true. Crazy. Uh, although Mitt Romney, um, in recent years, now his true colors have been shown where he's shown himself to be truly... Uh, anti-Trump, anti, like, you know, anti-American because he is, he is the small part of the GOP or, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know how, ma- how much there is left over of the previous uh, Republican Party. Right. You know, there's a lot of it, but it's like they, they are pro-establishment. They are like, yeah, corporations, more government, more. Yeah. I'm very against that. <laughs> Completely yeah. against it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. No, Mitt Romney, uh, we, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad that he lost, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been hell. Right. Uh, I think, uh, I, I agree with a lot of the things um, that I hear from, like, you, Jesse Lee Peterson, everything. We may not agree, like, on everything, like religion or whatever, but politically speaking, I feel like we're on the right side of history and they're on the wrong one. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah. On the right side of what's right. Well, because no, who knows not, how history is going to be written? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like we're on the the side of the, the the road less traveled, the road that people are you know discouraging you to go down is actually the best road to go down. Yeah, they're they're eating the cake. You know, they're eating the BS that they're spewing. Right. Um, it's it's all a big game for them. Yeah. Media, Washington. The U.S., uh, not the U.S., the, uh, the tech conglomerates, you know, like all of them have their little secret meetings, you know, the little payments, Wall Street, the hedge funds. Everything is kind of connected. It's, it's not right. It's, it's not a free market. No, it's true. It needs to be. You're right. No, they're, uh, it's very corrupt and anti-American, honestly. They uh, collude to get rid of Christians and Christian values and... <laughs> whites and men it's just it's just this disgusting display and people shouldn't participate in it as much as they as much as they can avoid they should get away from it that's <laughs> true i i agree with that i don't i don't think that people should uh, allow themselves to, to like they shouldn't let other people think for them that's the problem that they're having they don't make their own opinions yeah they just let other people formulate it for them or they just know that if they step outside of those lines of the accepted opinion that's presented to them by the mainstream media, that they'll get in trouble for it. They're going to get, um, yeah. people, people are very militant when you go against what, um, the, their fake yeah. values, their fake values. If you don't, aren't fully on board with the LGBTQIA madness, they're going to, um, mm-hmm. they're going to form a lynch mob against you and, it, and attack you with all of their hatred. And all of their and fake worldly power. Wrong. Yeah. That's all same wrong. thing with that's the blacks. Same thing with the um, immigration situation. Same thing if you ever supported Trump. You're on the outs mm-hmm. with them. <laughs> They're trying to make like those uh, 
oh yeah, we should have a list indicating who voted for Trump and right. all this. And I'm like, that's that's just Psycho. what are we going back to? Right. <laughs> We're going back to like like Nazi Germany, Russians, USSR. I'd rather avoid anything like that. Yeah. My family is from Cuba. I know what communism can do to a country. And uh, yeah, that is not <laughs> that is not the right way to do it. Yeah. People defend communism way too much. Yeah. They've never done it right. No, they've done it right every single time. That's why there's so many dictatorships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, these people are so just blind, useful idiots. It's it's true, man. I appreciate hearing from you, Brian. Yeah, I'll probably be watching your show a little bit more often, and I'll probably call back one of these days, uh, see if I can think of anything else to ask you. Um, before I go, uh, I mean, how did you feel after, within one day or like three days, 70,000 jobs, the XL <laughs> pipeline, the, the executive orders allowing trans um, you know, people to go on the wrong sports team and like schools? How did you feel about all that happening all at once? It was like modern-day Obama administration all over again. Only this time it's, it's worse because the culture is degraded that much more just in a matter of 10 years, you know? So it was basically, it, it was to be, I was not surprised by any of it. It was to be expected. Because I, I knew that Joe Biden was a total kiss-up to everything radical and evil. And he is a, he's just a t completely dismissive and, and nasty towards anybody... Who stands up for what's right? That's true. He's yeah. very disingenuous. Yeah. And on top of that, he also, I mean, aside from siding with all the radical, um, point blank, incorrect opinion, if you're, <laughs> if you're asking me. Yeah. Um, he, after getting elected, he flip flops and he goes, Oh, we, we stopped the communists. We stopped the socialists. I, right. I got elected because we stopped the He's so two faced. Yeah. And they didn't realize it until after they voted, and they're, now they're asking for the receipt, for their, for their <laughs> receipt, you know, they're asking for their payback, and I changed my vote. No, it's your fault. Yep. This, is, this is happening because of you. Yeah. No, nobody's ever going to be happy on that side, because they're just miserable people to begin with, and they're infighting amongst themselves now. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And yep. to, on, to our shame on our side, there's a bit of infighting, too, because when you lose... You're like, it just causes yeah. a bunch of stress, and people make mistakes, and people uh, are evil, really, <laughs> on both sides. Yeah, this so this side, yeah, on both sides there are evil on both sides, depending on where you look. And yeah. also, I mean, I definitely though the right at this point in history is much more diverse, much more open-minded than the left could ever be. <laughs> at this point, they right. are very closed-minded, not open to other people's views yeah um i consider myself i used to be much more liberal but like like a like a classic liberal you know not like this uh i'm more of a libertarian now you yeah. know less government um all that good stuff I, I really just i'm tired of all this stuff i hope more people wake up to this bs right well i appreciate it we'll talk again brian yeah man you have a good one uh, i'll be watching all right you as well. Take care. Peace. Later. Um, Nazi Germany wasn't communist and isn't a comparative adjunct to the USSR, says the chat. Um, yeah. You know, it's just the, um, 
the going the going boogeyman nowadays if they're using it you can be pretty sure that it's a misdirection they're the evil ones the people saying calling everybody nazis are the evil ones they're worse than the people that they're hating they're evil the media is evil the antifa people are evil the black lives matter people are evil the ones, uh, the rhinos who are saying, oh, we want to root out racism and conspiracy theories from our whatever. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's disgusting. It's a dis- very destructive to America. That's very true. And, um, you know, back in the day, I heard that the KKK had some popularity in the country. And now Black Lives Matter has the popularity. And now Black Lives Matter wants to point the finger at the KKK. And, you know, shows Joe Biden and, and people in general push about the KKK. But that's so far removed from present day reality. I don't know anybody in the KKK. Or what they stand for or what they've done. But you look at present day reality. Black Lives Matter is pushing nothing but lies and hate and smears and, and uh, stirring up cop killings, and cheering on knockout attacks, essentially. Knockout attacks on (laughs) non-blacks. It's evil. Let me get to Russ in Hampton, Virginia. He was like, how come you're always talking about race? Oh, Russ hung up. Let me get to Jesse in California. He says, what's up, Jesse? What are you, what are you up to? Oh, nothing much. What's going on, Egg? Not much. Oh, no, I was just calling. Uh, who was, that? was that lady, an Indian you had on the Black Lives Matter Utah, or she was black, or, or what? This woman who I, who I was reading from, she's a Black Lives Matter yeah. agitator. I don't know if she has any Indian in her, but she looked mixed-race black, like kind of light-skinned black. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just called over there to, uh, I like the, I guess their, whatever their head, headquarters of Black Lives Matter Utah, and, uh, she got this long old message about, like, if you come for her, she'll get you. She's locked and loaded. She just got back from the FBI Quantico. Your IP addresses are being traced and all this crazy stuff. So you called and like, left it, you called and, and you re, you got a voicemail, and that's what, that's yeah, what her voicemail I call, said? I called, yeah, I just called. Pretty, no, I didn't leave them when I called, and uh, she has this long voicemail, like, to anyone sending us death threats, like, we will get police reform, and right. I have your IP address is traced, and we're locked and loaded, and you'll be <laughs> prosecuted or worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sure that, you know, there's, the Black Lives Matter is so evil and nasty that it's, it inspires other people to be evil and nasty back at them. Yeah, you can just hear her. Yeah, so, so I'm sure that, she, you know, anybody who's in the public eye, and she's been a public eye, public attention seeker for years now, several years, they're going to get death threats and stuff. And so yeah, now she sounds like she's like... Get death threats. What's that? I said people that just have, like, regular uh, shows on YouTube, right. you know, that exactly. get death threats. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, I just thought that was funny. I just called you can pretty much. I mean, if you're kind of if you're blind, I guess you won't see it. But I mean, I could just hear the evil in that lady's uh, wow voice or whatever. 
So you just Googled her yeah. information? Like you Googled Black no, Lives yeah, Matter I looked, Utah? I looked it up. Okay. Yeah, I looked it up, and then I called. I just called, just wanted to see, like, because they usually, all those places leave, like, they have, like, a long old message. Right. On there, like, yeah, where to meet, all this crazy stuff. So yeah. I was just seeing what her thing was. But, yeah, but it's, uh, it's kind of weird because it's, like, um, you know, the black Americans here aren't even African. They're, like, mixed um, different races of African, right? And, um, and like, I know, I know people from Africa, they don't even like American, black Americans. I know. You know, like, they call them cotton, like, they call them cotton pickers and all this other stuff. So, like, I've met legit, legit Africans, you know, like, in the, in the Legion or whatever, the French Foreign Legion, and they're pretty much, they don't consider American Africans whatsoever. They think they're dumb for even thinking that. And the black Americans don't like the blacks who come from Africa or whatever. That's why they call this yeah. ADOS. What do they call them? ADOS, which stands for what? African descendants of slaves or American descendants of slaves? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, they don't even, like, they pretty much hide behind the Black Lives Matter just to get over here. And, you know right. what I mean? They don't care about American, black Americans whatsoever. So. Yeah. So yeah, it's just wow. crap show pretty much. But. <laughs> uh-huh. It's terrible. Anyway, are you getting, yeah. do you see Black Lives Matter agitation where you are? No, they they pretty much know, but I live in Central Valley, right, in uh, Northern California. Yeah. And, like, my friends are all mixed. We joke about race all the time. We I mean, every, like, you and, know, I think that's probably everywhere, because even yeah. down here in L.A., we we would joke about race stuff a lot. So we didn't care. Yeah, like my, but my then when push come to shove, black when push <laughs> came to shove, they start kissing up to the Black Lives Matter. My, you know, this, my f- dumb friends who, like, Spent their lives making fun of blacks. Taught me the N word, <laughs> and then uh, and then they're supporting Black Lives Matter and Bernie Sanders and stupid stuff like that. They just uh, yeah, fall in line, fall in line with the fake. Yeah, foundational yeah, got, black I have Americans. Black friends that call. Uh, they pretty much the, like they had. My black friend pretty much tells me he's like, "There's black Americans," and then and you know I don't want to say the whole word, but right. he's like black Americans are the ones who love this country, right? And they end up the ones that are trying to destroy it, pretty much, and have no respect. So. But even the ones who think that they guys. love the country, they they don't. Many of them, they think that they love yeah, it, well, but I, they don't. They they're suckers for the same blind propaganda, believing in racism. Yeah. Oh, you know, a bunch of these black Republicans are, oh, a black conservative shows you how to overcome in spite of racism because racism is real and so they just still hate white people that's all that is believing in racism is hating whites and thinking that you know what's going on in white people's minds yeah and like the racism it's funny because there was a ton of mexicans and blacks who actually fought for the confederate army like they volunteered nice you know and during the war like i think it was like three thousand um, actual Mexicans from Texas spot. They had like battalions and all that stuff. So I right. don't think it had nothing to do with skin color. Yeah, no, it's it was just, it was their lives down there. Yeah, it's just the easiest lie now because people are all you know unstable and they're angry. So right. you just give them that, feed them that, and see just, it works. Just ignorantly judge, it. just blindly ignorantly judge the Southern whites. And there's Southern whites who are d- doing the same thing. They're calling me a yeah. loser. For say, saying I'm on the side of losers because I wear a, a flat, a, a Confederate flag T-shirt sometimes, respecting yeah. the South, the beautiful South of America. Yeah, yeah, they're good, wholesome people. They're not. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So. 
Anyway, yeah. Jesse, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, man, you guys take care. Right, uh, I sent you guys that book too. So hopefully, you guys, I think you guys got it. Hopefully. Okay, cool. Appreciate that, right, man. man. We'll look out for it. All right, take care. All right, you too. Let me quickly get to Earl in. Uh, I have a lot of people wanting to talk about public school mess. Richard and Charlotte and Raphael in Vancouver wants to um, talk about loving the illegals. Yeah. Um, but Earl in Michigan always wants to talk about something I said the other day. What's up, Earl? How are you doing? Hola, buenos dias. Guten, guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, since you think uh, history is so boring, so for that one, I'll just briefly touch on it because uh, Keith uh, from Illinois persists on his uh, presenting uh, the fact that. Uh, That's a caller from last week. Yes. Yeah. That that uh, Andrew Johnson, uh, who was a Democrat, uh, took away the uh, rights that the blacks got. Oh yeah, uh, I'm, I'm my your mind-numbingly boring call is coming back to me. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. anything you uh, said, but I just remember it was mind-numbingly <laughs> boring. <laughs> uh, right, because you have no sense of history. Um, yes, I do. The fact that I, I do because I, I have a sense make. of now and I have a sense of reality, and I I think I might understand human nature a little bit better than you do. Yeah, of course. In your mind, you can even though you're old. Better than, say what? Even though you're old. Yeah, that's. You think you're maybe you're there's right some. On I wonder what you know that's better than me. But I mean, what you understand better than me because. With regard to this politics stuff and Christian stuff, man, you're just dense. Anyway. You, know, you just have a side that... Uh, but I respect uh, you. Uh, yeah, purely, uh, you have a, uh, a white-centered uh, mentality that you, you shade everything according to how the white folks... See it and so forth. That's how uh, you are about blacks, and you're anti-white. So, so you're anti-white. There's, there's Earl. lies. There's lies the difference. Earl, you're anti-white. Whatever you say. Yes. But uh, thank you. The point, the point that I was going to make, uh, referring to uh, Keith, is that uh, politics and so forth don't remain stagnant. They change over time. What he pointed to is a time in history when Democrats and so forth was entirely different, and their attitudes and and policies were totally different than they are today and so forth. Yeah, they're much better so back then than they are today. They're so evil today. Democrats are pure evil today. I don't. Back then, they, back then, you know, I think they might have been pretty respectable. I, I. I think from your point of view, they would have been. You know why? Why? Because they believe in all the things you, 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 you cry about today, about white uh, 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 losing their, their, their privileges and everything else. That's not, that's not, uh, what, I, that's not what I cry they, about. They, 
they, I don't say anything about whites about, losing their privileges, Earl. Uh, whites, uh, 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 you you long for the time when when whites used to run everything and 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 so forth. If you had That's any sense, you would they, too. If you believed in what was right, you would too. No. Yes. Just because you're stupid enough to believe believe that don't mean I have to follow suit. But uh, go on. The thing about the the Brigaloo boys and white wing extremists. Uh, I don't know anything uh, about the Boogaloo Boys. What I'm saying is, what about them? White militia, the folks that's in the the militia, Republican the militia are, are peaceful people who generally protect everybody. They they do. Anyway, has any militia killed been, anybody in the last ten years? I know militia who've been, been killed. I know one militia who got killed by the feds. I think it was feds or state troopers. And the QAnon people and all those folks, they would, they would have been happy with the Democratic Party of the 1860s up to the, up to the uh, uh, Civil Rights Movement. Because they weren't, pushing, the they weren't, they that, weren't uh, pushing false black victimhood, and they weren't pushing abortion, and no. they weren't pushing same-sex marriage and LGBTQIA madness. They weren't oppressing people back then. Yes, they were. Not like today. Not as oppressive as today. Black Lives Matter and the, the Democrats are pure oppression today. The Democrats of that era uh, was oppressing. Their antithesis was black. The, the Democrats of today are pro-oppression of everybody. And you're too much same, of a sucker to realize it. Because you, the, uh, you pretend to believe in free speech, but you don't. The Republican Party of Lincoln is nothing of the... Unlike the Republican Party of today. I know. The they're, Republican Party of today is just like the Democrats. Suckers. Pure evil. Yeah. The Democrats of the 1860s. No, the, the Democrats races, of today. The one, the one who wanted to uh, end any black uh, people that was uh, moving up and so forth. You don't know what you're talking they about. They wanted to reclaim, their, they reclaim their, their land and so forth by any means necessary. False. That's, that's by any you, means uh, necessary is you people. It's a communist no. phrase. By any means necessary, BAM, is they, a communist phrase pushed by you people. Necessary. By any means necessary Killing is Black blacks, Lives Matter. Hanging blacks. You don't uh, have a clue what you're talking about. You don't know what so you're talking forth. about. That's what I'm saying. No, you don't know uh, what you're saying. Because you can't even interpret. You don't like history. Earl, you don't. You can't even interpret the present times. You don't even know what's going on right now. Well, that makes no sense. So you don't no, understand. You, you don't understand history. Give me a break. No, that's no excuse because you can't accept history. But, you can't uh, accept reality right now. Um, the reality right now is, Earl, that blacks hate whites and they hate each other too. And they're out I of control. Some, and you're pretending that it's not reality. Anyways, Earl, I think there some, nice talking no, with you. There are some, uh, some whites that hate. I won't, I won't blanket like you did black. There are some whites that hate uh, blacks. But it wasn't all. Whatever. And that's you, very, and you know, that's uh, very magnanimous of you. You know, uh, Earl is uh, drunk on Michigan water, says Shaggy Boy. <laughs> Name a few conservative white men that you admire, Earl. I do. Uh, one is, uh, um, well, he wasn't white. But you know Tur Tony, Tony Brown of Tony Brown's Journal? Mm -mm. No, no. That's a conservative well, black guy or something? You need to learn about him. 
I wanted to ask you about uh, this. This uh, was a uh, Smartmatic suing uh, the Fox News and uh, and Lou Dobbs and and Marie uh, Baromo and uh, uh-huh. and uh, 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 Carino and so forth. Yeah, about two point two point seven billion dollars. So that's not only. Uh, smart uh, Dominion is suing, and they also suing uh, Smartmatic are a bunch of liberals too, just like Dominion. Uh, they suing uh, 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 what's that girl name? Sydney Powell. Uh, Sydney Powell. The great and, and beautiful Sydney Powell. Yeah. Now they would they would have to answer to the music. They could bring all their factions, all their conspiracy theories that are you in Flint, Michigan? Are you in Flint? Say what? Are you in Flint, Michigan? No. The water is no. still bad, I heard. Yeah, it is. That Republican... So uh, what happened to your uh, mind that governor, you're this blind? That Republican governor, governor is being prosecuted for, but he should have been prosecuted for for more than what he's... For, the, for more than misdemeanors. He should have been prosecuted for more serious things, because he was the anyway, with him. I don't really have time to listen to you pretend to care about justice and truth and stuff. I got to run, Earl. Let's talk again. Okay, because you don't either. All you care about is white grievance. <laughs> adios, amigo. All right, adios. I'll be right back, guys. A uh, couple of minutes here. I'm going to get back to calls. I will talk about this attack on the people by attacking their gun rights. And... um the LGBTQIA madness pushed by Joe Biden, a sicko, complete sicko. But hang tight, a couple of minutes here, I'll be right back. So, 
pro-gay Joe Biden. All of these past months, I've been hearing people, including like independent-minded, center-left, pro-Trump people, or at least not an- not crazy anti-Trump people, pretending that Joe Biden is a moderate. Oh, he's a moderate. Moderate to what? A moderate is Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity is a moderate. Joe Biden is extreme left. He's pure evil. And here is an example. Homosexuality International. The ILGA. International Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Trans, and Intersex Association. Is a globalist, homolist, homosexualist <laughs> organization. This is inside of, yeah, there it is. Pushing delusions on um, the people around the world. And they're not just trying to protect the gays from getting beat up or so-called hate crimes against them. No, they're trying to force children to think that this is good to get into. They're trying to promote it as a positive thing. They're trying to act like it's something to be proud of, homosexuality. That's why you see the homosexual... Um, rainbow so-called pride flag flying at U.S. embassies under Obama and under Biden now, which is really the same thing as under Obama, right? Or something. Basically just the, the mob, the scum of the earth, the subversive and subverted masses running the show. Useful idiots running the show. So Joe Biden spoke on Thursday... Sleepy Joe. Creepy Joe. This is where this is really what makes him creepy. Way way more honestly than his rubbing the shoulders and sniffing the hair and and uh <laughs> hands wandering um on children because this is spiritual fingers meddling in the hearts and souls of children and people. Oppressing the normal people by pretending that all of this stuff is a good thing. All of this LGBTQIA madness. He um, spoke, it was his first major foreign policy speech, and he said, like, in the next 180 days, I read some Revolver News headlines about it. He's going to, he wants every major part of government and part of the world to push for LGBTQ equality and rights, and we're going to give priority to the LGBTQIA refugees because they're, they're coming from countries that are not as welcoming as, as us. So that's for sure going to be um, people who don't vote sane, let alone live sanely. They don't vote sanely, for the most part. Some of them were less, less uh, radical and evil. May vote a little more sanely than others, but for the most part, these people are Democrat voters that he's bringing in as so-called refugees. And so, uh, look at this. Pi- so, look at some of these pictures. It's just gross. It's sick. This is from Ezekiel Becerra. No e in his name. Ezekiel. Usually, it's Ezekiel, but it's not. Um, 
The U.S. Embassy in Costa Rica lit up in the colors of the rainbow flag during Pride Month in June 2016 when Biden was vice president and Obama was there. Costa Rica putting the rainbow kiss up to the gays and pretend that they should be proud of their degeneracy on that. This is terrible. Um, flying the rainbow flag right directly underneath the American flag. What a disgrace under the, um, in Israel. Yeah, there's a, Tel Aviv, from what I hear, Tel Aviv is very degenerate. It's basically like a San Francisco or an Atlanta. Very extremely pro-LGBTQIA. Not pro the people, pro the degeneracy. And here's a guy who's mourning in, um, mourning the death of, I guess, transgender victims of so-called hate crimes in Uganda in November 2019. Members of the LGBTQ community light candles as they take part in a vigil for the Transgender Day of Remembrance to remember victims of hate crime in Uganda in November 2019. And a lot of times they, um, are getting attacked because they're not honest with people, and so they fool people into thinking that they're really women. And then it's, they see an indication that they're not women, and then they freak out and hit them. <laughs> and in other cases, it's just like, it's a sickening thing. So some of the blacks, there have been knockout attacks or setting people on fire here in America who just act or look weird, dress up weird. I remember there was a boy who dressed up like a girl over in um, San Francisco or the Bay Area, Oakland maybe. And he was lit on fire on a train by a black young man. Um, and this fake hate crime thing. They're not combating actual hate because they're pushing hatred of Christians. And they're pushing uh, embrace, embracing of the hatred that causes people to get this perverted. The passions, which is hatred. Sick. I want my rainbow to be a rainbow once again. Yeah, it, was, it used to be God's promise not to flood the earth again. Because the earth was so degenerate. <laughs> so he flooded and killed everybody. Except for Noah and the fam. The family. <laughs> anyway, that's Joe Biden. Sick stuff. Terrible. By the way, he's pushing for um, immigrants, illegals, and refugees to come in and stay in. He's halted deportations. There was a Trump-appointed judge who said, no, we have to continue deportations. And then, in some cases, we ramped up deportations to, like, Congo and different places, right? And that, you know, people were all mad. There were crazy calls to stop the deportations to Haiti. <laughs> so... Yeah, these people don't stop. Very persistent. Yeah, that's true, um, Chris Edwards. He, he says something that I'm not going to repeat about the stuff, about the LGBTQIA stuff. And he's, you're, you're right. It's not. It's not real. <laughs> I won't go further than that. <laughs> To avoid being disgusting. Let me get to um, Richard in Charlotte, North Carolina. Wants to talk about this public school madness. Uh, 
one line open, guys. 888-775-3773. I'll try to get to all of you guys. Richard, thank you for calling from Charlotte. Nice to hear from you. Hey, James. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, brother. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk with all this LGBT stuff since, uh, since Biden's got back in, we had, it was a big issue around here, uh, letting transgenders in the bathrooms and they were wanting to oh, do yeah. People were, and everything. people wanted to boycott your entire state, right? Oh, they did. They yeah. did for the basketball championship and all that. Yeah. The NCAA. We lost that. We lost uh, stuff, not the championship, but the uh, the preliminary round. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There was all kinds of stuff. You know, North Carolina is pretty much a, you know, swings back and forth Democratic and Republican, but we're 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 just kind of pretty much conservative Christians and Democrats. My grandpa was a Democrat all his life. He'd roll over in the grave if he's seen these guys that are running the Democratic Party now. Yeah. No, it's, that's why I, um, Earl is insane. That's why Earl is insane. And all these people who pretend, who want to hearken back to, oh, the Democrats, he pretends the Democrats and Republicans switched parties. So what if they did? The Democrats today are pure evil. And they're worse than they've ever exactly. been. Exactly. Well, the Democratic Party's just been, it's just been co-opted and it's sold out. Right. That's all it is. They're Marxist communists. I yep. mean, I don't even call them socialists. Right. But the things they are doing uh, right out of the radical handbook is is they're all communist tactics. I'm from Germany, so I said, hey, Gates. What'd you say? You, I can be a <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, are you are you on a speakerphone? You're coming in a little some a little bit in and out. No, it's probably my reception here. Man. Okay. I'm out in the country outside of Charlotte. I'm sorry. No worries. Is that any better? That's a little better just now when you said, is that any better? Yeah, I'm talking a little closer to the phone. Okay, but, cool. Uh, nice. Yeah, I'm just glad to be talking to somebody. Y'all are in L.A. I was wondering what the schools are like there because we hear all kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And so I was asked, I'm a local pastor, and uh, I'm conservative. I have, I have some liberal values about some things, you know, libertarian. But uh, I was asked to pray at the school board meeting tonight in our county, but I'm not— able to do that because uh, I have a town hall meeting in the little town I live in. Oh, nice. The suburb of Charlotte. But anyway, yeah, I just, you know, it's... I walk a block, there, you asked me what the schools are like, I walk a block over, and it has uh-huh. a, it's a social justice magnet school. <laughs> Put, featuring STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, something like that, yeah, and yeah. social justice, which is not justice, it's just brainwashing the kids. And this is young kids, like an elementary school. Um, it's pretty much closed, but you you know that the teachers are still skyping or zooming with students and pushing this destruction. And the and the parents here in in the Southern California or California generally, in some cases, they're as bad as the teachers, brainwashing the kids to believe in their fake values. So it's pretty bad. Yeah, we've seen some things where the books that they teach sex education in, and you oh, mentioned gosh. that earlier, and I was thinking about when I was coming up, you could opt out of it. Of course, I, we were military brats, and, you know, we you know, we ridiculed kids that if a boy was gay or something. He got, he got beat on. He was called a punk, you know? Right. And uh, 
but it was just that that was the culture then. And now it's like, that's what my daughters, they're all grown and out of college, but they're like, daddy, they're, they're, they're looked at as the social heroes now. And I know. I just can't understand how people think just like socialism doesn't work. It only works as long as you have other people's money to spend. You tax them and right. I mean, these stimulus tax, they're just giving you back money they took from you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it can't go on forever. It's true. Twenty-seven million in debt, but uh, and it costs them, and it costs it. them money to give it to you, and they charge you for spending it if you get one right. of those cards, right? <laughs> yeah, crazy. it's just this illusion of leading. They're not leading anything, right? They're stealing. Yeah. The problem that bothers me, but bothers me so much in the school system. I think that's really where that as conservatives as christians we need to either in mass and and i've heard people say for years they've told me no we can't we can't just leave it you know and go to our private christian schools but and we've tried Why it not? that way we but anyway but we we even the I, private I mean, yeah, even I, I honestly the even even that. the private christian schools are subverted because the states have standards and then the the young people are indoctrinated to believe stuff and they become teachers in these private so-called christian schools and so even those are subverted into basically being communist imitation Christian schools. Yeah, yeah. That, that's happening to the churches, too. I think right. if you've got a good school and you can come in and say, no, we're not going to take any federal dollars, and we're going to teach homosexuality is a perversion right. under God's moral law. You know, yep. there is a moral justice that God has, and he's going to punish just like he's going to punish whoremongers and adulterers, right. he's going to punish perverts and deviants. Yep. And, and and stand firm on that and man up and stand up. Like y'all say, stand up. you got to man up and say, no, we're not backing down to this. Yeah. That's what happens over and over, you know. I came up in a family of four military boys, and we were all boys, but uh, we didn't back down, you know. There was only one other family who was that was the Irish family, the Doheny's, and they had 13 kids. But we weren't even afraid of them. Nice. Like I was German-English, so <laughs> we were just crazy. But but I just don't get it, man. If if we don't fight this battle on this moral level, right. and, do and it's coming back now. As soon as Biden got in, now we're here in Rumbling, the school system in Mecklenburg County, yep. that they're wanting to bring this cross-dressers and, and celebrate these people, you know, right. they make up like 1% or less. Yep. You know, that, that really gets me. This whole Democratic Party is like, they're the deplorables. They're the party of uh, unionized misfits, you know. Every group joins together so they can get what they want, and, and, and that's why the evil just perpetuates, you know? Right. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, but... I but appreciate man, I it, Richard. It. I enjoy your show, man. Y'all keep up the good work and uh, keep the battle. We're, we're trying to fight it here on the East Coast. And good. I love what y'all are doing out there in Cali. I know there's some good people out there. Nice. Appreciate right, it, man. Brother. Have a good one. All right. All right, bye-bye. Take care. Let me talk to Donning Armor from California. Long time no here, Donning Armor. How you? How have you been? I've I've been well. How have you been? Well as well. Thank you. Okay, great. That was a weird <laughs> call. Um, yeah, he's a he's a Christian. You can tell it. A Southern Christian man. Yeah, you know, I love I love my white people, but uh, <laughs> I'm starting to feel like. 
man, there's just crazies on both sides. True. Um, it reminds me of that. Um, what did you think I, about I him? That was what, what? What about him prompted you to to think of that? I'm just talking about homosexuals and how they're perverted and all this. I mean, homosexuals exist. They're people. Well, whatever. You know, who cares? But do you, you see know, the? Do you see the push to lionize them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. On one yeah. side, you have the people that say that every gay person is a uh, uh, a degenerate pervert, and then on the other side, you've got gays like doing pride parades and right. pushing little what's that? Uh, Devin is amazing or something like yeah, that. Little yeah. Kids. Right. Yeah. That. Both sides kind of make me feel ill, to be honest with you. I, you know, I I understand that you're talking about with the Christians calling them perverts and deviants, but he's, he did condemn like all forms of this sexual out of controlness because people having sex out of wedlock is part of the, um, part of the madness. And that's one of the things that he brought up. He mentioned poor whoremongers and, and other stuff. Brother, you know, you know that I'm not a Christian. Right. You don't have to be a Christian. But you don't have to be a Christian to see that that's been destructive to society. And it's led to people embracing um, all this anti-whiteness. Oh, uh, okay. Have you... <laughs> all right. It's a... I'll just let you... <laughs> it's a logical jump. Does it sound like a logical jump to say that this out of... This uh, sex out of wedlock has led to anti-whiteness? Um, Does that make sense to you? Or do you, no, do you see that? I... I, I I, I don't really believe in the wedlock thing. I, I mean, to a certain extent, I do, but no, I, I'm I'm not with you, brother. I'm not a Christian. I don't I don't think like you. Right? Were you you were raised? What were you raised as again? Uh, I was barely raised. <laughs> <laughs> but what were your your guardians? I forget if you had normal parents or if you were raised somewhere else or. Uh, my mother is, excuse me, my mother is a Christian, but my, you know, childhood was a troubled one. You know, it wasn't very good. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, so. Well, the thing is, um, the the only time that I heard my mom talk about God was, as God is my witness, I'm going to beat the... (laughs) Okay, that's funny. (laughs) You got Joel laughing. I mean, it's not funny. I'm sorry for your childhood trauma, but you don't sound that traumatized anymore. You seem to have a good sense of humor about it. But let me just, let me just make the, let me just make this point. When you get rid of, never mind the God thing, when you put, bring in this, people having sex like crazy, it makes men worship the women. And worshiping the women, the women have all kinds of nutty ideas. You know that women tend to vote anti-white, anti-truth much more frequently than men do. Um, you know that the children are poorly raised, and poorly raised children don't make wise decisions on how to, um, how to vote, how to conduct their lives, how to be decent human beings. And that only leads to destruction of whites and the just country at large. I know that you're—I mentioned whites because I know that you are— pro-white but it's oh, very much so yeah but this um immorality this attack on christianity is also an attack 
on and this attack on um this pro LGBTQ push. I understand you're not into the militant anti-gay stuff, but this push yeah, to well, all all forms <clears throat> of sexual stuff is an attack on whites, on America, on decency, and on Christianity. Um, certainly, and and much love to all the Christian white Christian brothers and sisters out there, and much love to everybody who is non-white. You know, I right. I appreciate them all. You know, I've, I've got no problem with that, whatever. It's not my thing, but if it's your thing, then that's okay. You know, uh, I don't dismiss somebody simply because they're Republican or liberal or Christian or white or black or whatever it is. Uh, that's not really my bag, you know. Right. I'm, we I'm shouldn't just, we shouldn't dismiss them, but we should call out evil. Oh, because you can't be you out. can't be just live and let live because that's how the country got taken over. I mean, <clears throat> that's part of how the country got taken over by uh, by the nicer, well, more sane people saying live and let live, and the the I people you're letting you're the people you're letting, not you, but the people that many people have been letting live have been not just living but pushing and subverting and taking over well it, it reminds me of this song uh i can't remember the, the name of the song but it, it says in the lyrics uh clowns to the left of me jokers to the right here i am <laughs> stuck in the middle with you right and that's kind of how i feel right now man yeah it's just silliness on uh there's extremists on both sides it's true i don't want any part of it um, you know, I, I'm just trying to live my life and, and improve myself and take care of my family. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's all I want. But, um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, but I disagree with you. And all I right. know that I got a little bit irritated with, <laughs> with you and I dropped your channel for quite a while. Um, I wasn't I really, how long it's I wasn't really aware of that. I mean, I know that you've. I know that we've disagreed and yelled at each other. I mean, I've yelled at you <laughs> over time, but I don't. I don't know what prompted it. I don't remember what prompted that. The first time that I called your show, you hung up on me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I don't remember either. You know what I mean? I've come back and nice. And you're using the term anti-white, which is an improvement. You're starting to. What's funny to is yourself, I've always I, said it, but I've I'm saying it extra more because I know that that's what you're into. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, well, uh, well. I've noticed, and and you know, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm just some nobody out there on the internet. So, but you do you uh, by all means. Um. Anyway, uh, shall we? Just get the what I go for it. Yeah, about. you want to call it about masks gonna, and social distancing? Yeah, I'm gonna piss some people off. On okay, the right. all right. Uh, even though I'm more right than they are, but <laughs> here we go. Uh, listen, wearing a mask does not hurt. It doesn't hurt anyone. In fact, nations that are more well off than we are uh, have been wearing masks for decades. Uh, so I don't agree with the lockdowns, all right? I don't agree with the uh, stay-in-your-house stuff and all that kind of nonsense. As I said, clowns to the left and me jokers to the right. All you got to do is just wear a mask on your face, social distance, practice that, and wash your hands. 
if we do that, we help to reduce the spread of germs. Is that such a a bad thing to ask of people? I mean, people look at the mask as uh, this tyrannical oppression. Uh, listen, you're already oppressed. Like, you've right. already lost. That's true. You know what I mean? The nation is already gone. Uh, I just don't understand why trying to help to spread the germs is is this tyrannical oppressive force it's not it's not it's just it's just a piece of paper over your face no big deal but it's people they can't take it (laughs) because the people who are pushing this mask thing the most militantly are being very annoying and obnoxious about it you've noticed that right I don't know if you uh, have seen Joe Biden and that bald lady who, Ayanna Presley, they tweet out, wear a mask, and they picture themselves wearing masks, and it's just, and then if I'm walking in, I've told this story a bunch of times, you can tell I'm traumatized by it, if I'm walking in Beverly Hills at a park, and I walk way around a father and his young son, a young father who's like my age or younger, and his young son, and I walk... 10 to 20 feet away from a <laughs> this uh, other young couple and they're judging me and cussing at me and saying he doesn't care about other people he's not wearing a mask and put on your effing mask yeah. A, yeah. a lady says and it's ridiculous I'm far away from them I'm outdoors I'm breathing through my nose mm. I'm not coughing or hacking or any risk of danger to them but they're just not. They're, I, I almost said Nazis about it, but they're they're just commies about it, communists about it. Yeah, no, it's it. Well, this is the thing. On on the left, you have these crazy people. That if you're not wearing a mask when <clears throat> nice me, pictures uh, when you're <laughs> when you're 20 feet away from everyone else, like right? Jogging. I saw I saw a guy jogging by my house by himself uh, huh? just the other. Uh, and he had a mask on. Yeah, I was thinking like <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, right? Uh, you don't, you know. Uh, so on one side, if you're not wearing a mask at all times on the left, then you're a evil, terrible person. But then on the other side, I I hear these people talking about uh, the mask is a muzzle. It's uh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a nappy. It's a diaper on your face. It's yep. a chastity built for your mouth. I mean, <laughs> dude, can we just compromise here and you know wear a mask when you're in social situations and and, and not wear one when you're not? It, it, <laughs> the mask is not a form of oppression. Social distance. It's a pandemic. It, it's no big deal. You know what I mean? But let's just conduct ourselves in in a civilized manner. We don't have to go from one extreme to the other. The other, the other, to- the other problem is though, is that that people question even the numbers of deaths and stuff, and how like Absolutely. I re- I read some headlines about oh the flu is suddenly down, and like the. The, these, these are Revolver News headlines, right? And so I don't know what the truth is, but they say 98% drop in flu cases, only 155 hospitalized nationwide. I don't think anybody anticipated a season where there was no flu. And it's a Yahoo News article about the COVID thing. And so people are calling this a pandemic and being melodramatic about it. 
and I'm I know that I believe that there is a new disease that called this thing. Well, we call it the Chinese slash commie virus, but um, the severity of it seems to be overstated for political uh, control. Um, I, I I do not deny that uh, that's the case. When people say that they're trying to use this to gain more control, absolutely, they're always trying to gain more control. Yeah. Uh, by they, I mean you know the higher ups, the governments, and and whatnot. But yep. Um, it's also destroyed the economy. So a lot of people yeah. have lost a lot of money. The uh, shutdowns. Yep. And I know that you're against those. Yeah, I'm. Ag- I'm against the lockdowns. I don't believe in that, but. Yeah, I think people always should wear masks. Um, even in normal times? Even? Yes. Wow. Did you ever go yeah. to Asia? No, I've been all over Asia. Were you, like, into the Asian culture at all in the past? Um, I, I've been to Malaysia. I've been to Philippines. I've been to... Uh, <laughs> uh, Thailand, Korea, China, I've been all over the place. And I kind of, I don't wear a mask because I'm like scared of a virus or something like that. I, Which I don't want to get the virus by, by any means. Right. If it even exists, I know there's a lot of people out there who say it doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah. I had somebody tell me that AIDS doesn't exist. <laughs> okay, bro. Wow. <laughs> Whatever you want. Um, I, I respect them. They wear it because they're trying to be polite. They don't if they cough or they sneeze, you know that those particulates, you know, enter into the room or the space around them wherever they are. Mm-hmm. They wear a mask to be respectful of each other. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you and know so what's you know what's funny is that um a caller named Robert from uh Kansas, you may be familiar with him, called in and gave me a tip about something that I had not thought of was that the reason that they're pushing two masks now is because the one mask is making the, the uh, particles in your breath much finer, you know, finer mist or whatever you want to call it. It's not mist, but it stays in the, it, because it's smaller, it hangs in the air much longer. And so now they need two masks because it may be making things worse because it's leaving your breath your germy breath hanging in the air longer than if you had no mask. So now they're saying two two masks. So there's like all kinds of unintended consequences to these measures that people are pushing. The science is not settled, I think. I think. Anyway. No, and I don't know either, but what I do know is that it reduces the spread. I remember one time, I do remember one time you got, you called in upset, now that I think of it, because I question, I questioned whether um, <laughs> vaccines cause autism. I'm like, how does autism come about? And I was, I mentioned it in the in the context of I don't necess- I sympathize with the people who don't necessarily trust vaccines. And you say that it's proven not to have not to cause all autism. But it, I don't know. It, I don't know what it was. As, yeah, no. As far as well, first of all, just with the mask thing, and then I'll get to the uh, the autism <laughs> stuff. But uh, surgeons, nurses, they've worn masks for many, many years. Right. But that's so they don't drool on you. Because you have like an open (laughs) wound that they're working on. (laughs) 
Are they salivating as they uh, <laughs> operate on you? Or their nose doesn't <laughs> drip. <laughs> who knows? Um, uh, yeah, who knows? Um, and uh, the vaccinations. No, uh, I don't understand this. You know, the first time that I heard of vaccinations causing uh, autism or now a lot of people are saying that vaccinations will sterilize you. Yeah, right. I've heard. I don't know. Have you? Heard? I've yeah. heard that, the and I don't. Time, they do say don't get pregnant to within two months of get, taking this vaccine, this COVID vaccine. So I've heard all kinds of yeah, stuff. Well now, I don't know. Yeah, now they're saying don't get the vaccinations at all because it makes you sterile. Um, wow. The first time that I heard about that was in North Africa uh, and in the Middle East, where that's where they make a lot of babies. Um, yeah, that's what they make them. <laughs> uh, and there is and, a push to depopulate the the world. Uh, well, but a anyway, push to depopulate white people. But true. Yeah, no, that's the first time that I heard that they were talking about the uh, polio uh, vaccination <laughs> in the Middle East and in North <clears throat> Africa. Excuse me. Yeah. And saying, "Don't take it." It was the religious leaders that were saying, "Don't take the vaccination because it's going to make you sterile." This kind of paranoia, man. Right. Listen, I'm not saying be the first one in line to take the vaccine, but don't don't judge all vaccines as some kind of global global weirdo thing, conspiracy to stop you from having babies. Just don't be crazy, regardless of if you're left or if you're white. I know the chat's probably hating me right now, but... That's my point, and All right. I'll let you go. <laughs> Appreciate it, Donning Armor. It's good to hear from you, man. Take care. All right, man. You too. Wow. Let me talk with um, Lucas in, uh, by the way, Joel, Friday here, he showed a meme. It's a, it had Fauci on it. Anthony Fauci, right? The guy who talks like this. Uh, just go ahead and wear the whole box. It's a, a meme that he came across. Somebody came across on... Um, IG apparently, and he's wearing like a mask, but the whole box of masks <laughs> is there. That, that might block a little bit in a certain direction. Let me talk with a uh, Bible go-to guy out of Los Angeles, California. Oh, uh, and then Lucas. Hang tight, Lucas. Bible go-to guy, what's up? Hey, James. Hey. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, I'd just like to inform Donnie Armour that he's not a moderate. <laughs> he's not in the center between the crazies? No, he's not. Because the center is constantly changing by how radical society is getting. Right. So you could be a moderate today, and tomorrow you'd be um, a, um, a raging right-winger just because you actually, and he did, he mouthed these words about how government is always seeking power. Well, that's a right-wing radical view right there today nowadays you know, the, huh? left, the left is, yeah because the left is like oh government is, is is all good and all powerful and all wonderful and we need to give government more and more power so his his um view on government is actually radically right wing nowadays and so right. like i said it just depends on what time time frame we're talking about you know true society so well moderates, I just, well, moderates really help bring down the country because they are like anal about staying moderate 
so they're always adjusting their position. Yeah. To be to, to be go with moderate, the, you know? to go with the flow, but not too much, to but go not with too the little. Flow. Yeah. Moderates are go with the flow type of wins, and right, they are always changing their position, and so they're more worried about being about looking moderate and commonsensical, so to speak, than you know actually taking a stand for what's good and true and real and stuff. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, and I, about um, wearing. Yeah, go what? for it. And about wearing masks. Listen, if you want to be protected, you wear the mask. Because the mask protects not only you from other people, but other people from you. Right. That's what a mask does. It's a wall. If you build a wall around your house, you can't get out, unless you make a door, of course. You can't get out, and they can't get in. So if you're so worried about the disease, wear a mask. That doesn't mean anybody else has to wear one. You wear one, you're protected. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, And yet people don't see that common, simple common sense about masks. If you want to be protected, nobody else has to wear a mask. If you walk into a room where everybody's COVID. You can wear a face shield, too. <laughs> yeah, you can wear a face shield, a so mask. Also a dang. picture of a guy with a mask you know, and a face shield. That's how, waiters, you know what, that's how waiters look in some of these places in L.A. You know another reason why the mask up? thing is, is all bull? Because we know at work, when I used, when I used to be working, right, when somebody got a flu or something, <laughs> We wipe down the surfaces. So if we're really into wiping out this thing, we'd not only wear masks, but we'd wear these dang latex gloves. Yeah. You know how bothersome that is all day long, how sweaty your hands get? I but, know. You'll get yourself block. sick. Yeah, but it does block, right. um, you know, you from spreading the virus all over everything you touch. Yeah. Because that's how most people get sick anyway, is they touch what other people have touched. And then touch their own face. But you notice nobody's wearing any gloves. So this whole thing about the mask is like a half-hearted measure to just virtue signal. In many cases, I think you're right, man. A lot of people are just kind of like what what he said, just doing it to go along with the flow and be respectful of other people who are into this, or at least other people who are also just following the rules and don't really know or care. It's like a big pretend thing, because you take it off when you're eating— and well, what does that mean? That all of a sudden you're on an airplane and you're eating. Yeah. Now for those few minutes, the, ma- the the virus isn't spreading like wildfire when everybody's eating. Of course it is. Not to mention all these politicians that we've seen say, "Oh, let me put on my mask be- before I go in front of the people." Meanwhile, they were hanging around their coworkers and associates and underlings with no mask on, and, and then they go out on stage to- with a mask on. <laughs> And Just for to, drama, and they go to big restaurant gatherings. Yeah, they don't. Like, they know like it. Newsom did. They don't. And take, they're not them, taking it seriously. They're not taking it seriously. You Only the do what females. politicians do, not what they say. Yep. Yeah. What a mess. <laughs> I appreciate it, Bible Go-To Guy. It's nice to hear from you. So, all right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Let me get to Lucas in Alhambra. Lucas in Alhambra, California. What's up? Hey, hey, I'm going to make this uh, quick. Well, first, I was going to talk about Trump supporters, well, quote-unquote Trump supporters, but I wanted to say about the mask thing from Dalai Lama, what is his name, Dorma? Donning Uh, donning Armour, and it's spelled with the British British spelling of Armour with a U. Yeah, he would be a perfect actor for for an episode of The Twilight Zone, because how he was speaking about it, he was like, just put on your mask, it's just a piece of paper, and how calm (laughs) it is. 
it sounded cynical for, to me. I don't know about anyone else, but it sounded a little cynical. Yeah. But anyways. That's funny because um, you're an so, anti-mask activist, huh? You've, yeah. You've, uh, yeah, that, you've protested yeah, against masks. That. Okay. Yeah, I was going to touch on that, actually, because I am an activist, um, and I do go out there, and I actually go to these rallies and these protests on both sides. Well, now it's mainly the right side because everyone wants to kill me on the left side. But right now, it's just mainly on the right side. But I went there in the left side, and this is kind of for Earl, because Earl kind of made me want to call, um, is that I've been to Trump rallies, and everyone does not agree, and people do fight. I've been to the left side and their rallies, and people do not agree, and they still fight. And especially BLM and Antifa, they don't get along as, as many people think they do. Right. You know, BLM is very aggressive. The white, the white people are always just like... You know, making sure they're not pissing off the black people. And it's, you know what? It's crazy. The blacks, the black leadership in Black Lives Matter, they in fight like crazy and backstab and all kinds of stuff. They have no, like Jesse Lee Peterson always says, they have no love. Yes. Yeah. No, exactly. And and I'm trying to touch on the point that Jesse always talks about is that it really is a spiritual um, warfare. Yeah. Because I go to these Trump rallies and we don't all get along. We're not QAnon supporters. We're not like all Trump supporters aren't QAnon. And, and the Boogaloo Boys, I, ho- I heard Earl, that's what really made me want to call Boogaloo Boys. They out, outright say that they're, they are not Trump supporters. They do not support Trump. So I don't know why he added that in with QAnon. Yeah. And QAnon people are just crazy people that are all into their intellect, and they think that they know more than the other Trump supporter because they listen to this person or <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Know? And... Yeah, and it's it's crazy. So I'm just I want Earl to know that you know Trump supporter. You can't just put all these names and categories on it. The yeah, only difference that's from, so true. Yeah. I, when I yeah. get into any type of argument on Twitter, they call me a Q tard. When I they know yeah. more about Q than I am. They're more into Q yeah. than I am. I don't know anything about that stuff. <laughs> or I say exactly. something about waking up, and they automatically assume, oh, I'm into Q. I don't know, have a clue what Q is about, except that they're against pedophiles, which I respect. Yeah, yeah, and and but the only difference is is from the left rallies that I went to and protests, and the, and the right rallies and protests that I went to. The only difference is 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 um is freedom of speech. If when you go to the left, right. you have to you have to dress this way, as in put on the mask. You have to you know put your fist up. If you don't, they look at you and they start recording you, take pictures of you. Yeah, on the right. It's different. It, they they are a little bit on censorship, though I've realized. But it's because of doxing. People get do- I got doxed. Right. People have doxed me, and it, it happened to me. So that's the only reason that that's why. Um, just so everyone knows, and I hope Proud Boys doesn't get mad at me. But Proud Boys are there so that they can make sure no one get do- gets doxed because nice. they also have a list. They also have a list of photographers and so-called journalists and stuff. They know who, who who that person is. Well, they've and come under they major come attack. There, they've been smeared like like crazy, and most of them are just decent people who just love America or the West in general and want to be don't like this direction that we're going. But they're they're just endlessly smeared and yeah. legally attacked. So they have to be careful. And they've yeah. so I'm I'm not into fighting with Antifa in the street, but um. Even the ones who haven't gotten into fights with Antifa have, um, they, they've seen the evil up close. Because look at the people, yeah. the prosecutions yeah. and stuff, political prosecutions for getting in, beating up an Antifa person or whatever. All kinds yeah. of evil well, things happen to them. So they yeah. do have to well, be look at cautious. They're, they're, picking, 
they're they're going for the the small people right now. They're going for the the tiny people. Because me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know say my information and stuff like that. But me, I only have 326 followers on Instagram, nice. 126 126 followers on YouTube, and and they're attacking me. They're they're doxing me. <laughs> right. They're putting me out there. They're attacking the little guy. And yeah. I, I'm nothing. You know, I work for a living. I'm working at this warehouse 11 hours of Monday through Friday yeah. every day. And I'm just going out whenever I have the time. I go out there, you know, be an activist. And they're attacking me, and they're putting my information out, all this kind of stuff. They're, they're, that's the only difference from the rallies. And, and I'm talking this from an activist point of view so that, right. you know, Earl and all those other people that always hate on Trump supporters, go there. If you really want to really know, then go there. You will see it for yourself. Go to both sides. Yeah, very true. Yeah, the Trump yeah. supporters are so nice to any liberal who comes in, that, or they'll if they see a liberal, they'll go over and debate them, and just be like, yep. "Oh, you're yeah. you're an idiot," yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they'll let them be but there, and they you know they won't go crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. However, January sixth, January sixth was a, is a different story. I even try to tell people that I was wrong, you know, because I know what happened at the Capitol, but when, when I was at City Hall. LA City Hall, and, okay. uh, and uh, people got a little too physical in, in my liking. I wasn't a part of it, right? But I saw it, and I was like, uh, it's a little too much." But I, I saw that everyone was on edge. You know, everyone yeah. was on edge. Yeah, people yeah. have to stay cool, otherwise, you're gonna uh, yeah. undermine yeah. yourself. Appreciate it, Lucas. Yeah. Nice yeah, report. Most definitely. You know, I'm glad. All yeah. right, Thank take you. care. You have a yeah. great day. You as well. Let me get to Tony in California. He wants to talk about Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick, Rittenhouse, the great. What's up, Tony? How are you doing? Hey, how you doing there, hey? How you doing today? Fine, thank you. What's up? Yeah, I see that your your hero is on the run from the law. I mean... Is that so? Yeah, because they, they took pictures of him at a bar. Throwing up the white power sign not too long ago. What's a, what's a white power sign? You know how you know how you do that white power thing. I'm sure you know how Desc- to do it. Describe it for me. It's three fingers up and a, like a like a zero with one finger down. You with the other hand. are you trying to say? You mean the OK sign? He was showing the no, OK it's, sign. It's not the OK sign. It's the white power sign. You're talking about this? This is the OK sign. It's not a no, white power sign. You I, fell for fake news, Tony. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, but yes, yes, yes. But, okay, but the thing is, why is he... Then how come you're just cl- you're just claiming his white power sign when you have no clue what his intent was in sh- in flashing the OK sign? Okay, because we've seen, we've seen your president do it several times. And yours, and too. We, no, no. Yes, Biden, yes. Biden never did that. And Obama the, did. I don't know about Proud, Biden. Biden just hates and, everybody. And the Proud Boys do it all the time. I know, you but know this mean? has nothing to do with white power. They're okay. trolling you, and you're falling for it because you're a sucker. Okay. So, so can we get back to the reason I called and, and, and ask yeah. why is he on the run? Yeah, you can why drop that. You can drop that lie about white power. Oh, he's a white supremacist. Stupid. <laughs> there, you there you go with that mess. Yeah. But the thing is, he's running. But he, I, mean, I don't know anything about that. I don't know that he's running. Well, wait, why? Why are you missing that? Why he didn't go to court? I don't know. Why they put an extra two hundred thousand dollars on his head when he? When they I know that the prosecutors. We're mad because he did not he did not dox himself for Antifa to go find him at the safe house where he was hiding. And so I know that it's political prosecution. I know that much. 
Well, the thing is, because he, he didn't, he didn't give his proper a, safe house. You know, he didn't give his safe house location. He well, gave his crazy. home address, but he's yeah, staying yeah. at a safe house because there are evil people whom you support who want to kill this guy. Well, if he, if he can go to a bar after he turned eighteen. He he's not interested in those safe houses. Oh yeah, he is. He can go to a bar. What's the what's the big deal? He's but eighteen. Say he, but you say here in a safe house. Now how are you gonna be in a bar and be in a safe house? You gotta live, Tony. People live. Oh, oh, oh and being in a safe house. Safe house means you being protected. Yeah. And trying to stay away from people. Just because he went to a bar, he was not seen on social media at that bar. He was seen on like security camera at that bar. Somebody doxed him and, and spotted him. Okay, and the second thing I want to speak to you about. Maybe is, it was a little uh, bit of pictures. Well, man, he and, might have posed for a picture. The, the, the guy that, that killed George Floyd with the needles in the neck. I don't I know that he to... killed him. I don't, there's no proof okay. that he killed him. Okay, but the thing is, the proof is this: that George Floyd and that. Did you know that George that Floyd had overdose levels of fentanyl in his system? Well, I, you know what thing? If you look at the. Did you know that, Tony? Well, listen. Did man, you know listen, that? Listen, I'm sure they did when they when they. No, when no, the no. Did you know that? Can I take? Can I take? Yes or no? Yes or no? First. No, I, I, no, I didn't know that. No, I didn't. Know you that. didn't know that George Floyd had overdose levels of fentanyl in his system. That was known no, from day one. Well, I see when the police came and picked them up off the ground, and, and all of them. So, came see, Tony, ambulance. you don't you don't care about the truth. You just listen to what you want to listen to. Can I, can I tell you what? Can I tell you? See, you don't want to hear what I got to say because you know I'm gonna put us put the truth on you right here. No, but I just but put the George, truth on you, and you're just glossing over it because you don't care but, about the truth. But George Floyd and that police officer worked at this club for ten years together. I knew, we all knew that. Oh, you all knew that. You knew that, but yes. you said this man did not have no intent of killing him. There's no proof oh, of intent of killing him. If, what if the I heck? Put my, if I put my knee on your neck for nine minutes, I think you would die, too. Who knows? Huh? Well, fentanyl or no fentanyl. Who knows? Let, let me put my knee on your neck and put my... Did you know that... Pocket. Did you know, Tony, according to Jesse Lee Peterson's excellent producer, Hennepin County said that his death was due to complications from drugs. Okay. And then there, there's a change.org petition, anti-science, asking... Hennepin County to rescind their medical examination because they know what that looks like. Okay, once again. That's according to the Star Tribune. If I put my knee on your neck for nine minutes and put my hand in my pocket, put more pressure on your neck, right there on your juggler. My juggler? Isn't my jugular isn't my jugular up up here? My jugular is in the front, buddy. No, I'm talking about that I'm talking right there on the side of your neck. Oh, right here. Okay. Oh, this this vein thing? Yes. You don't yes. know what you're talking about, Tony. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> I know. All right. All got nice talking with you, man. Day. Take care. Have a wonderful day. You too. <laughs> uh, just speculation. That's why he's like, oh, they worked together for 10 years. <laughs> he, did, he, did. he said, oh, I didn't know that about the drug thing. I know. He didn't care to know. Right. <laughs> I think he knew. I think he heard it, but he's just playing dumb. Uh, let me talk to Dana in South Dakota. She has a response to Donning Armor about Christianity. Hey. What's up, Dana? How's it going, Hank? Going well. Thank you. Yeah, um, it was. It kind of kept growing as he kept talking, and it, it's kind of funny because, first of all, 
like I was kind of thinking a lot of along the same lines, like they've been asking us to double up on masks, admitting finally that one mask is only like 30% effective. And Brandon made a good point in the chat about if it's just a piece of paper, how does it stop a virus? Yeah. I mean, and it's, he, I mean, whatever. they were lying and saying differently <laughs> before, like it was like 70 or 90%. They were trying to say one mask did before. Yeah. But now you need two or three masks. And yeah, that's not comfortable. I'm sorry. Two, three. That's ridiculous. That's even more ridiculous. But it's not it, the it, point people of look silly when it. they do it too. Exactly. And it's not the point of wearing it. It's the point of forcing people against right. their will to do it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I mean, I know it's kind of vulgar, but like a lot of people say, if you can smell a fart, then it doesn't work. The particles are getting through. <laughs> right. I know it's kind of vulgar, pardon that, but I mean, I walk away, I've walked away from places that are pushing it. Like I won't go shop at a place if they're requiring you to wear a mask. Well, in South Dakota, you probably have more choices than we do over here oh, in LA. Yeah. <laughs> no, and the funniest part, and I'm going to mention that too, is South Dakota has no, it doesn't have a mask mandate the same as the rest of the states. And nice. North Dakota is doing a hundred times worse and they have a mask mandate. And you can look that up. That's interesting. Both, it's doing much worse than the one that doesn't have the mask mandate. Yeah. No, I mean, I've seen, I've seen people just, I mean, you, first of all, just be healthy. That's yeah, the first thing. Exactly. And then just gi give people their space. It's called personal space. Before it was ever called exactly. social distancing, it was called personal exactly. space. <laughs> I mean, left or right, and it doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, common sense may no, may no longer be common, but it doesn't change the fact that it's true. Yeah. It's just, it, it really is. You just think about it. And I mean, in Asian countries, he was talking about that too. And it's like, yeah, you are forced to wear a mask. It's like, it's a communist country pretty much. Yeah. And you know what? It's crazy is you can't touch your face at all. If you have mucus spewing down your face, you're not allowed to touch it until you get <laughs> into a place where you can wash your hands and stuff. I know. Like, it's legit, gross. You are not allowed to. You can't use a tissue. That's terrible. You can't use any of that. Yeah. No, it is terrible. Oh yeah. That's so comfortable. Oh right. yeah. Hey. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it, Dana. I got to run. I, yeah. We're coming to the end, but take care. I appreciate you. All right. Have a good one, Hank. You too. In the last minute here, let me get to Chris in Texas. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? I'm fine. Thank you. We have just one minute to go, so go right to it. Okay, okay. I'll make my point quickly. Um, so, yeah, I, I noticed, I feel like you guys are... are, are or on point about a lot of stuff with uh, being about the evidence. And I want to know, given that, why do you believe in God? Because I feel that there is not sufficient evidence for, for you to believe in God. What evidence would you need? Uh, well, I would need evidence that basically makes it uh, a certain thing that the God of the Bible, which I guess is the God that you're talking about, is true is does exist and i don't see that i see that the things that are often explained as god can be explained as other things that are uh not godly that are just natural phenomena i think that um you're either going to see it or you don't because people if you look around the world like i don't know how you can not believe in god i don't understand because if you look around the world at reality, at human beings, at um, nature and everything, it just seems like, mm -hmm. it seems 
makes sense to me that there would be a God. Makes but a lot more sense than there possible? being no God. Is it possible that we could have all this stuff that we have if there was no God? I have no idea. Doesn't it? That seems like a. Uh, are you smoking? Do you smoke? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. It 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 honestly. Um, it's. I mean, it's just. We're just. You're just. Uh, you're a blind person. I'm a blind person, and neither of us has any proof for either either way. And you're not going to be sure. convinced by me, and you're not going to be convinced by what you see until you see it for yourself. So if you don't have but it's, proof, but why to say, believe? Well, you're the one who has no proof, because it's, it, it would make more sense to believe in God than to not. Because so so look, looking around proof. at reality is, is the proof itself. Is, you know, for, mo- for most normal people, looking around at reality, how can you do anything but believe that there's a God? Um, is you can look at the evidence and see it, it doesn't necessarily lead to the conclusion that there's a God. But you don't have, it's, it's about, it's also about logic. You look at the evidence, so? the evidence indicates God, and the logic indicates God, but um, the atheists have become like so blind that they don't see the evidence that's in front of them. Can but, you give uh, me like one point of evidence that there's a God? Look around. I mean, look at yourself. Look around you. I'm looking at me. I don't see. Exactly. You don't see. (laughs) Anyway, man, (laughs) we'll we'll talk more another time. We're at the end. I just wanted to get that in. Appreciate your call. Sorry I got to you so late, but there's so much. No, it's cool. We'll talk more, man. Are you the 22-year-old? No, I'm 29. I called last week, though. Yeah, I remember talking with you. I talked to so many people, man. All right. Anyway, man. Oh, I remember talking with you. We talked about racism. Right. Okay. Cool. Well, it's good to hear from you. And call me again, man. We'll talk, we'll talk further about this. It's kind of interesting. Although, we're not going to get it. Well, anyway, I don't want to say that we're not going to get anywhere. But um, I appreciate it, man. Take care, Chris. Yeah, yeah you take care, too. All right. Rick and the rest of the callers, I cannot get to you. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JesseLeePeterson.com for Jesse's stuff. I put up the Hake News segments in the Hake News section of my website as well. You can read up on. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow, hopefully. Right? Nice. All right, take care.